Welcome to Never Too Serious with Scott and Dave. I'm Scott. And I'm Dave. And this is a special Never Too Serious edition. Yep. Because we are at the Brothers Campout. And uh, Dave, you want to introduce the, the boys here? Sure. Well, first of all, we'll start over here with this young man over here. This is Ethan, also known as Producer E. He gets to be on this side of the cameras and to be involved in some conversation today. And next to it would be his grandpa, your father, Terry. Oh, no. We've had his uh, presence here before. him? And then (laughs) we all know myself and Scott, of course, but Mm. now we have Tony. Now, we haven't, we've tried to have Tony on the show before, but um, it's kind of fallen through. So I think this is our first time with him on. Welcome to the show, Tony. Thank you. He's been a big supporter of our show. He has. And uh, at the end over here is Uncle Mark. That would be Scott and Tony's uncle. Huh. This guy over here is brother. Yeah, so it's a well, big Halley family. And uh, there's two guys that are missing, Uncle Tom, Uncle uh, Mike. And unfortunately, they didn't make it here this year. That's yeah, a shame. It is a shame. Uh, but we at least we have, uh, you know, the six of us. And so far, we're on a couple of days here camping and having a good time. That's right. I kind of wish that we had the mics going for a lot of the campfire talk. Because, <laughs> well, it's not really PG, so maybe it's good. Yeah. I have to bleep out all that stuff in editing. Yeah, there would be more bleep than actual words. Uh-huh. Perhaps. Uh, maybe. Maybe not. Yeah. And then all the visuals. Thank you, Uncle Mark. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. So uh, I just kind of want to start off the show, talk a little bit about Brothers Camp Out again. We uh, This is what what uh, annual number are we at? 48. 48. 48. Years. Oh, that's 48 years. Yeah. Because mm. yeah. we do this once a year, right? Annual. Or 1973. All right. 73. Mark, you're not even old enough to be through all those, right? No, I, I was a very young virgin when I started. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. It's hilarious. Uh, virgin. I don't know that ever has existed. <clears throat> uh, so, we're uh, you're 48 so far, and um, we are doing the, the Sun River version of our of our podcast uh, with you guys. And how many other places have we gone? Probably, hmm. this is 48, so. At least 48 places. No, because we've been here a couple of years. Okay. Yeah. How, how many places do you think we've been to? Because I know of three or four others, at least. <clears throat> we didn't keep track. I should have wrote it down, but we didn't keep track. I would say we've probably been to at least 15 or 20 different mm-hmm. places. Wow. Yes. Uh-huh. 15 or 20. We've been to the coast, we've been to the mountains, we've been to the coast, <laughs> we've been to the desert. <laughs> I want to say we went to one in the in Washington State. Once. Um, oh, I guess we did do like the Peach Beach. Yeah, uh, we did that. Yeah, but, so that was the second one. Yeah. There, was a, there was another one, I think. Well, yeah, yeah there, were, there was one up in the woods mm-hmm. on the other side of Columbia River also. Mm-hmm. Um, when uh, my brother Mike and I scoped out that campground in the woods, we found evidence that bears had been there recently. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we survived. I mean, there wasn't any bears in camp, but mm-hmm. <laughs> it was up in the woods for sure. Wow. Peach well, Beach was a blast. Yeah, Peach Beach was really humid. It was like 100 and something degrees, and then we were down at the river, and, and I remember taking a shower and coming back to camp, and I just could never dry off. You know, you just glisten with sweat. It was was quite disturbing considering it's a guy's camp out. (laughs) 
Uh, so what do you guys think uh, is your like your favorite place? The beach. You like the beach? I like the beach just because um, we hadn't stayed at the beach until one day we were staying at Lincoln City and we decided to take a little trip down the coast and we came over the Cape and down to near Florence and we came across this one campground that had sand dunes in it and we'd never seen that before and that was kind of a cool cool change little feature yeah mm -hmm. so we stayed there and we stayed there two or three times yeah so there's a campground called Sutton Creek outside of Florence and has some of the most beautiful sand dunes I've seen in Oregon it's on the southern coast and uh, we uh, played all kinds of games in those sand dunes Mm -hmm. Tony, what was your favorite? You've been to quite a few of these. Yeah, um, I would probably say Florence. Uh, I think that's where most of the memories were. Yeah. Um, you know, it, we would have to hike way up this hill just to get to the where the sand dunes were. And it was a hill with a, oh, I don't know, 75-foot drop or something like that. I think it was bigger than that. It might have been maybe 100, 100 feet or better. Um, but we'd bring up uh, a bunch of softballs and a, a bat, and one of us would go all the way to the top, and the rest of us would stay down with our mitts. And somebody would hit a ball off the top of that sand dune, and, oh, my God, hopefully yep. your mitt was really <laughs> padded because it's coming like hot yes it is coming coming off of that dune and uh and so that was always fun uh you know we played some football and threw around frisbee and you remember that volleyball game you and dave were there mm -hmm. hilton was there that year yeah oh yeah yeah, I mean, I we do, we've yeah. played a lot of games, and you know, it's it's all been outdoor stuff, and you know, from frisbee golf to horseshoes, and you know, volleyball. I don't know. We just try to, you know, have fun and and not worry about things. So, uh, it's always fun. It's mm -hmm. a fun camp out, annual camp out. Yeah, Mark, you got a favorite? Well, you guys don't know the story, but yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh -oh. I thought no girls were allowed at the camp house. Is this one of those uh, snuck, snuck in, in yeah. the outskirts of camp? <laughs> oh, oh no! I think Mel. I, I think Mark's probably taking a shower. Yeah. You know. Again. Again. Oh, bless his heart. Yeah. I know he takes showers for like two hours for some reason. <laughs> no, true story. I. Uh, so to speak, hit a home run with my dance instructor <laughs> on the sand dunes at Sutton Creek. Mm. And it was not a brother's camp out. Uh, I was just temporarily dating my dance instructor and got the urge to go to the beach and drove three and a half hours so I could make love to her on the sand dunes. <laughs> right on. <laughs> and it was a perfect day. And um, my brothers never knew that I took her up there to the sand dunes that were sacred to all of us, and <laughs> where we played ball. And mm -hmm. well, I, just I had to play my own version of ball. <laughs> uh, Dad, you probably didn't know he christened that. No, I, I, I didn't see any evidence of it. I just <laughs> still want to go back. Yeah, I still wonder about that. I, I've ruined your all your fantasies. As yeah, really? Dunes. Wow. 
<laughs> Basically, there's a really steep dune that goes all the way down to the creek. Yeah, we mm-hmm. climbed up that dune. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Wow. I can yeah. imagine the sand and all those crevices after sweating your way up that hill. Oh, really? <laughs> How romantic. I, I guess <laughs> it was. It my, was a beautiful my, day. My question is, is that you had a dance instructor? Yes, I attempted to learn that to mean, dance when I was younger. That means you could cut a rug, huh? Uh, okay. uh, <laughs> more or less busted a... Or, uh, bust, bust a hip instead? Yeah, yeah, busted a hip. That was what I meant to say, yeah. Because you if, you, if you feel like you want to show us some moves, you can do that. We've got a little space up here. <laughs> I'm curious no. how good you were on that pole. <laughs> oh, he, true. He, he didn't specify what type, did he? Yeah, no, he didn't. Oh, so, well... I don't recall her name anymore. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) But that was not a camp out. That was a whole other trip to the beach. But it always holds a really fond memory for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're the only one. (laughs) So, Producer E, you're kind of a newcomer to the camp out. And it's not like you've had tons of camp outs, but do you have, like, a, a favorite? Or is this, like, the best one so far? Well, I mean, are we talking about an appropriate one, or? <laughs> I can always edit this stuff out. Yeah. Mom doesn't need to know. She's, yeah, she would never let me come to another one. Uh, I don't know. It's actually really hard. They've all, I've kind of enjoyed all of them equally in their own their own separate ways. Uh, Have you gone to in any other location than this one? Uh, yeah, we went to the coast one year. Did you get to go to another place? Uh, yeah. I was. It wasn't Lincoln, was it? Um, no. Where, where was it? Was it Astoria? I don't know. We, we were close enough to walk down to the beach. Uh, how, many, how many have you gotten to go to? This is my fifth or sixth one. Oh wow! So you've been through a handful of them. Yeah. Oh, very good. You know, what's the most? Uh, what, what's like the biggest thing you've learned? <laughs> oh, don't let the women know anything you do here. Yeah. <laughs> right answer, sir. And now we're podcasting it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Transitioning here to some questions that I had put down the other night. <clears throat> so, uh, what's it like to be old? <laughs> Who are you asking? Yeah, well, I'll tell you, I couldn't answer that. Who I'm, are you looking at? Uh, yeah. I'm under 50, so I'm, I'm, I guess I'm considered considered young yeah so. dave you're not at cougar age yet <laughs> no, no. no. Well, for that. if i was to compare what it is now where i am now i'm 66 and when we were climbing sand dunes and having a great time at the top of the sand dunes hitting balls off and stuff uh i was much younger and it, it didn't hurt at all <laughs> nowadays i probably get up there and i'd hit the balls and that's it Hey, uh, that's I, ambitious. Get, uh, I couldn't eat. Yeah, it just thinks you could get up there. Uh, <laughs> I think I still can. No, I don't think. I so. worry about me. <laughs> but that's, uh, that's a lot of work. I remember watching you and Mark come back from playing nine holes of golf. I don't yeah. think you guys can get up there. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to have life flights on oh, yeah. standby. Yeah, that's right. Nine holes. That's just well, oh, that's so kind of warm. So uh, we went golfing. It was yesterday, right? Yeah. 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 See, I'm losing mine. Um, and it's so funny because we, we have, uh, uh, what's three golf carts and we're all, you know, cruising around doing, doing the game or whatever. We come back, Dave and Tony and Ethan and I come back and, and we drive the carts all the way to the car, unload, drive them back. And 
were there hanging out at the car waiting for Mark and, and my dad to, to arrive. And they're taking their sweet time. Well, didn't realize until, you know, we start looking over towards the clubhouse and they're carrying their bags and they look so defeated as they're <laughs> wandering back. And we found out they weren't taking their sweet time. They were hustling their yeah, asses right. off. It was just, uh, they were giving it all they got. Well, <laughs> so the person with the highest golf score oh. wins, right? Yep, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Mark, Mark, that was Mark, Mark. goes out of the water. There. Yeah, Mark killed us. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, so that is one of the things about the brothers camp out that has changed is that we, we've kind of toned down the level of exercise, you know, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think we haven't really done a whole lot since we've been here. As far as exercise, we did go, uh, play a little bit of golf. Yeah. Are you guys sore? No. Are you feeling it today? No. Oh, that's good. Well, there's hope. I'll let you know tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I, I have, uh, more pain than I had when I was younger and, you know, you used to, uh, or I used to, look at areas like the sand dunes as this is so exciting. I I'm gonna jet up there and run up the sand dunes. And now I look at it and I go, Can I walk up those sand dunes? I'm not real right. sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna try. But <laughs> I remember playing, you know, 500 with you, and I mean, you were like booking after it and diving for it and you know you'd sacrifice to go get after the ball you know and i i really i mean you guys are a bit older than i am and i would be concerned about going out there and be able to make it happen you've camped with us since you were a teenager dave yeah yeah i've got to uh, appreciate some of the fun stuff you guys have done yeah Yeah. all right so next question uh what are you guys going to be when you grow up <laughs> Jerry, <laughs> uh, what am I going to be? Uh, <clears throat> mature. Mature. That's, that's your answer. Bor- that's pretty boring, isn't it? <laughs> <Angel>? <laughs> mature. Mm. I don't think anybody wants that. Though. No, I don't think so. No, I don't. I don't want to grow up. I don't want to grow up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mark. What's uh? What's your big plans for? You're still working. You're not retired yet. Well, I don't think I'll ever grow up, Scott. <laughs> I, uh, I still remember the birthday card you sent me one year that said, don't ever grow up. <laughs> That's good advice. Took it to I think I will always be an immature jackass, but I feel that I've given you boys lots of good advice over the years. <laughs> and uh, I think you've learned to appreciate me, and I, I uh, feel good about that. Oh. Well, we thank you for the advice, and we yeah. want you to know that we have successfully put some of that advice to use. <laughs> All right, Tony. So you're the uh, next to the oldest. <clears throat> okay. And um, you have yet to retire. You still have how many? Ten? Uh, seven, eight years. Seven, eight years. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it that you aspire in this uh, this soon retirement at seven or eight years? Because my kids will be in college by that time. Oh, my God. And so, and I don't know what the hell that's going to cost me, but. Um, <laughs> don't even ask until it shows, it sh- it's here. It actually's here, right? Yeah. yeah. But, you know, my big thing is is, is to, to be with my wife and um, to enjoy our company again, which we've lost a lot of that, you know, over the years because of raising children um, and, and being busy with our jobs. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and haven't taken a whole lot of time for each other. Yeah. So you and that's know, a big deal too. So being that I can pretty much retire fairly young, 
Um, I, I would really like to, to travel a lot if, if you know, possible. Is, is that golf uh, retirement? Is that so, what your plan is? So, yeah. So, you know, obviously I still have to, re- I have to uh, pay for my insurance after retirement. And, and that can be really expensive. <laughs> Doesn't Walmart do that? So, yeah, it's not like you don't have any expenses after you retire. You just have to come up how to pay your expenses yeah, while you're right. not working. So, you know, one of the things that I thought about is like, well, if I'm going to retire, I, I'll probably have to have a part-time job. And, but I want it to be on my terms. I want it to be something that I want to do. So there's plenty of breweries around <laughs> and I love beer. <laughs> so, you know, go work for a brewery. I don't care if I have to, you know, clean out their hop bin or, you know, whatever. Um, and get a, a paycheck or, you know, maybe work on a golf course. Um, but you're not going to find me as a greeter at Walmart. <laughs> Because it's not going to happen. But you'd be so good at it. I, I think you boys, uh, I, I know there's all these obstacles, but I don't care. I'm going to say it anyways. I think, I think Tony should move like, you know, a little bit closer in. And then you guys, you know, should be working on your Hallie, Hallie's Brewery. And yeah. uh, so you guys could enjoy that on your retirement. Well, you guys enjoy. Well, that would always that be nice. Scott can make it and Tony can drink it. And <laughs> right. <laughs> Is this yeah. good? Yeah. No, this one, this whole batch is a mess. Uh, I'll, take I'll take care of this. Uh, work on another one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I agree with Tony that um, uh, guys like him and me, um, we've been workaholics really most of our lives, uh, totally committed to our jobs. And it's really hard to unwind after that yeah. and to be retired. And so I think working part-time is a good option, doing something that you really love and enjoy and a few extra bucks means you yeah. can play more golf mm-hmm. that's right yeah. well, and, and you could walk away from it easy if necessary you know there's no real heavy ties to yeah. it like you're a career you know well and that's the big thing too is like especially in public service like what i do um you know you see cops and firemen or they're constantly as soon as they retire they're they're going off to a small other you know, city or, or whatever to to make some extra money just to pay for their insurance because insurance is so damn expensive. Yeah, it is. I mean, when you're looking at $1,500 a month, you know, for, for a family of four right now, um, you know, which is actually reasonable compared to some other insurance companies. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so, and that's a big hit when you're talking about a public sector retirement. I think here in America, we could do a lot better on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm kind of curious, though, from, like, the younger perspective. You know, Ethan, you you just started officially working and making money. I mean, he's been doing the podcast, but we don't pay him anything. Um, (laughs) But, you know, you're just getting started in, in this world of working, and these guys are in different transitions. Grandpa is retired. We try and poke him once in a while, make sure he's still awake. Yep. And then uh, (laughs) Uncle Mark is probably the next guy to retire. Uncle Tony, Dave, you're never going to retire. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I I think I have too many plans. Yeah. Just keep working through it. But Ethan, you're so far from retirement, that's probably nothing going through your mind. You're thinking, what's the next thing to do for work? Yeah. How can I make good money? Yeah, you're thinking about money. We need, oh. That and I'm not going to say where, where to work, live. But but we should get you hooked up over at, our, at my place. 
mm-hmm. get you a good job there while you're trying to figure out where you want to go. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Well, Ethan did tell me that he wanted to be a businessman, and I thought that that Somewhere was along a good ideas. goal to operate his own business. Hopefully, he gets some good experience before that. So we help we you gave him the brewery. Yeah, <laughs> we give him the business awesome. every chance we get. <laughs> yeah, I can I can join Uncle Tony at the bar. Yeah, we well, we still need to hit and, that lottery jackpot. And, oh yeah. yeah, then there's that. Yeah. Well, so Ethan, you're you're just getting started. So, do you do you have like ideas in your head of where you want to be in a year, five years, ten years? What's your your thoughts on your future? Um, I, I think I have a general idea of where I want to be in ten years, um, and like what I would like my lifestyle to be like. Not entirely sure which is going to be the right road and path to to get there. What do but you want your life to be like? I like to own a, a nice two-story house, maybe with an acre of land. I mean, I guess, what, I'm 18, so that puts me at 28, so maybe that's a little bit ambitious, but that'd be, be something mm-hmm. that I would love to strive that's to. Not, that's not ambitious. That's completely doable. Yeah, and I'd like to strive to get to that point where I got a tiny bit of land that I can choose what I want to do with it, have a nice two-story house. Uh... I don't know what relationships are going to be like, but, you know. Mm-hmm. That makes maybe, a good place to have if, one. Yeah, yeah, I like to have a place I can put down a little bit of roots. Yeah. Two kids? How, how many kids are you going to have? Uh, not one, and and probably not three, so two's... Yeah. If I was to have kids, Assuming I'm not... a choice in the matter. <laughs> well, I do. You're going to just knock her up and get four right off the bat. <laughs> no, that would be I mean, awful. No, you know, Tony just, you know, yeah. he got a twofer. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think I could handle more than that. I, I, like, I like my own personal freedoms and privacy and things too much to... Like, I'd like to have kids, but... You don't. I don't want to have too you many. You know that as much as we love kid or kids, we know that it's a burden on. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, they're expensive. It, it, they are really are. So it's. It, I I agree that, or I believe that's super smart that you actually can think of that ahead of time because it could it it will change your plans. So yeah. I got I got lucky because you know my wife had twins and um, <clears throat> and it was freaky, you know at first uh, scary. Um, and, but really I kind of look at it as like a chia pet. You just put water on it and, and I got an instant family out of it. Yeah. yeah. And so what do I do after that? I go get snipped. Yep. It's like, oh, perfect <laughs> size. Yep, perfect. Two, that's, that's plenty. You're yeah, done. I'm done. Wait, so how does that process work? Are you like a dog where you just cut them off or? Yeah, <laughs> he did the at-home <laughs> service. Yeah, yeah him and a couple buddies holding down and just had to take <laughs> care of it for him. Hatch yep. it out back it's for the greater good, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll make sure this this thing. I think Uncle Mark's the one that told us how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, uh, Dad, so you're. I didn't do it. <laughs> if you were to say look back at your your life. And think about where where you've come from, where you're at today. What would your best advice to that youngest generation sitting next to you? What would that be? Go for what you want. Don't hold back. Go for what you want. And if you don't attain it, at least you'll get close. 
Mm-hmm. I think that's fantastic advice. Yeah, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that crap was. I know. We were all young. <laughs> yeah. what, what book were you reading? <laughs> no, I, I just fact. If I if you don't go for what you want, you always wish you had. You could waste a whole lot of your life. You waste a lot of time for somebody else. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I've had some things in my life happen that were, um, you know, I felt good about, but most uh, I I have regrets about things that I wish I had done differently. And so I say, go for it. If you want something, go for it. So what I'm getting out of this is I should invest in lottery and not stock market. (laughs) (laughs) Or lumber. I I could invest in some lumber. uh, Yeah, price of lumber right now. No, just go for it if you want to do it, and your job will never be a job. It will be a pleasure. Well, I would add to that... um, try to do what you really love what you're really good at as a chosen field in life yeah, I think I just said that And <laughs> well okay I, I guess I'm just saying it in a different way but uh, masturbation doesn't count <laughs> <laughs> just thought I'd throw that out there <laughs> All right, so I'm thinking about, uh, you know, these different experiences that you guys had that you look back on and you go, "Eh, maybe that could have gone better, or gosh, I wish I would have taken that opportunity. Do you guys have any stories along that line? Terry Price, three. (laughs) (laughs) Gosh dang it. I'm teasing, I'm teasing. I don't want to get beat up. I'm the only non-Hallie here. (laughs) I have no back. We'll we'll talk after, Dave. (laughs) No, I, I... my boys, I don't regret having them. I do regret not getting my life set up so that their lives would be better beforehand. Uh, before the kids, I should have had a house. I should have had a wonderful job. I should have had, um, was doing what I wanted to do, but I, I didn't. And I didn't put, I put the cart before the horse. And mm. ever since then, I've been trying to put the cart behind the horse and I just get kicked. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, uh, that's why I say go for what you want and uh, do it as a young person because you only have one life and you only live so long and you need to pay attention to things when you're young so that life at my age is a breeze. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with Yeah, yeah. Mark, anything from your, your past that you think about? Um, Oppor- opportunities missed. Oh, not a, not a list of girls' names. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what we were talking about. Well, the first goal was to work my way through the alphabet, but didn't <laughs> quite make it. <laughs> if you uh, can't remember their name, I don't think you're ever going to get there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, she didn't seem to mind. <laughs> if I recall, she has your name on her, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's a Sharpie story. <laughs> okay, a little, little segue here. Um, I'll get back to that story. So one of the funny things about Mark, and he's a pretty normal guy. There's one thing that I don't think is terribly normal, and we'd have to, like, grab one of the camp chairs and and put it in front of the camera. But Display. He pretty much labels everything that he buys. He puts his name on it, when he bought it, where it was from, where he bought it from, and then how much it cost him at the time. Yep. (laughs) Very thorough. Uh, some people have a different term for that. <laughs> anal, anal. It's, it's so funny. Sometimes you, you have to kind of look around for that marking. 
Uh, but sure enough, it's pretty much on everything. <laughs> so it's even on his Nilla wafers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, there, there's a date on those Nilla wafers, and I thought that was the expiration date, and I got worried because I ate half the box. Yeah, so, so at this camp out, Tony, to show his appreciation of me, he brought his own chair to camp with his name. <laughs> on it and the price of the chair <laughs> i said where's the name of the store that you bought it from oh he forgot that <laughs> i did put the date it though. is his first time you've yeah. got to give him some slack <laughs> <laughs> all right mark so tell me a little bit about maybe an opportunity missed or something you're like oh man if only i would have done that thing well um back in the day my oldest brother tom and i uh, when we were a lot younger, we uh, got into video production as a, a, just a keen interest that we both had. But my brother was saying, well, you can make a business out of this. And so it was at a time when these boys were very young. And so occasionally on weekends, I would have the boys help me on projects. and. Uh, Tom and I never had tremendous success in the video business that we tried to develop. Uh, we, you know, made made some uh, mistakes and did not have a real good focus, a real good marketing plan. And uh, so eventually it went by the wayside. But um, I feel very, very proud of all of my nephews and uh, family members that have an interest in doing things like video and audio, like Scott and Tony and uh, and Ethan and all these guys, Dave too. Um, you guys have kind of carried on that torch to some extent, and you're going in a new direction, which is a direction of this century where a lot of people are posting videos and audio on online on uh, YouTube and podcasts and it's a whole new era but uh, it's just kind of an extension of what my brother and I started years ago and it makes me very proud that you guys have done that and continued with that and so far what episode is this again was it 36 seven five <laughs> is it 35. I don't know. We had a bonus episode in there someplace, but uh, <laughs> well, like if we can't count them all, if we're losing track of it, you know. Yeah, wait. That's a sign of our memory problem. No, that's just that's how many we've done. Just yeah, so we've many, done we're just so losing many. track, you know. And... Mm-hmm. Well, I, 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 for me personally, uh, you doing your your video production company got me interested early on. You know, I, I started doing uh, coaching videos on YouTube a number of years ago and I was fascinated by editing video and it started with you and uh, thinking back to uh, there was a I don't know if it was a concert or some sort of festival but there were there was a um, Johnny Limbo and the Lugnuts I think <laughs> yeah, yeah that was out at the, the zoo Washington Park Zoo is that right well and, and you were doing some some sort of video thing out there at the time and I don't know if it was to cover them or, or what it was do you recall that well um, yeah I think you guys might have forgotten the basic details but um, we actually uh, agreed to cover 
uh, do video coverage of my company's picnic. Oh, that's, oh, right. that's right. That's yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking about a different one. Um, so I worked for a pretty substantial lumber mill at the time, and they had hired Johnny Limbo and gotcha. the lug nuts to perform. And there was all kinds of uh, activities for the kids and free food and uh, dancing to the uh, music and uh, it was out in the big huge park in Washington State and uh, we all had free passes to go out there and participate and so yeah I had all the boys and uh, their I think their brother Rob was there too when he mm-hmm. was alive yeah. and um, even uh, Terry and his ex-wife I think was there <laughs> she wasn't there no, I think <laughs> she, she was. She may have been. I think she was. I don't remember. I, that. I recall having you had. I was totally into like walkie-talkies and stuff. We go out to my yeah. grandparents to talk walkie-talkies, <laughs> and you had a headset walkie-talkies, that and I so cool. it was so cool to be able to walk <laughs> yes. around, and it was like voice activated, and so you could just talk, and it would pick up. You wouldn't have to hit a button in order to do it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, eventually, we ended up buying more of those and use them for uh, paintballing. I think back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that event was a lot of fun, and we had several cameras there, and we had. Um, uh, pretty much all the family that was available at that time helping us. And um, by the way, Johnny Limbo and the Lugnuts, they're very talented, very bluesy, uh, real uh, excellent music that I was trying to think what year it was. It was in the 90s, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, And it just was a real enjoyable event to cover. And we made a video of it, put it on videotape mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the high quality stuff yeah do you remember doing the um like teen miss teen usa stuff and i yes. do yeah because I, I yeah because tony thinks back fondly um about you know hanging out with uncle mark doing this stuff and then you know these <laughs> um you know it wasn't miss teen usa is that what it was we covered both pageants for uh, one or two years, probably two years. Uh, there was the uh, uh, Miss Oregon, mm-hmm. and then um, Miss Teen Oregon, and seems like it was the second year we covered it that Miss Teen Oregon, Mindy Duncan, won the national title of Miss Teen USA, oh. and uh, I have a classic photo of uh, Tony and Miss Teen USA standing in the uh, captain's quarters of the uh, riverboat that was on the Willamette at the time. And he was a very young man, had lots of hair, very, (laughs) very uh, long blonde hair. And (laughs) Mindy was a gorgeous redhead. Yeah, she was very pretty. Uh, I remember that picture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, that was a real classic photo. I, I posted that on Facebook a while back. Um, but yes, we had a blast doing that. Um, the irony there was that we were around my brother and I and Tony and everyone that helped us were around beautiful women every single weekend. And yet I never had a date with even one of them. (laughs) Well, it was Miss Teen, so, uh, that is good news to hear. (laughs) Good point, Dave. (laughs) That's funny. 
So, yeah. Dad, before you uh, before you doze off over there. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cookie. Uh, so, <laughs> you you've been a baseball fan for years and years and years. Collected baseball cards, that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, can you recall a little bit of your baseball history way back in the, the day? Baseball history. Hmm. Oh, hi. Okay. Yeah. Um, I my oldest memory. Uh, baseball was talking to my dad about the New York Yankees in 1961, 62. Mm -hmm. And dad was a fan because of they had Mantle and Maris and a whole bunch of good players. And he talked about them. And I, so I just made them my team. And they have been ever since. Uh, either you love them or you hate them. So that's the way that goes. And then I played softball a lot in school and uh, got pretty good at it. And uh, that's that. And I've collected baseball cards. I collected most of my collections between 58 and 71. Oh. I still have I have someone. I got about 2,400 still around, but I've got some beyond that date. But uh, they're just uh, collecting dust, and they're things that I like to look at every once in a while, memories. Mm -hmm. I'll keep them forever. All right, uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then uh, we'll we'll come back in a couple minutes. How's that sound? Sounds great. Sound good? All right. Dave and I appreciate you listening to the show. Please take a moment and write a review on Apple Podcast or Podchaser.com. And since Spotify doesn't currently have reviews, simply telling your friends about the show would be great, too. Also, you can always reach out to us at our website, NeverTooSerious.com, or via our socials at the NTS Podcast. And seriously, from the bottom of our hearts, thanks again for listening to the show. So we're going to continue on. Uh, so, Dad, tell me a little bit. So you talk a little bit about your uh, your baseball stuff. Some of the some of the fondest memories that I have is actually playing softball on same team with you and and Tony here. We it was kind of like a church league softball thing. So it wasn't like super competitive, but. You remember how many? It was a couple of seasons, maybe we played together. Well, uh, <laughs> first of all, I played on uh, when I started playing outside of high school. I started on a fast pitch softball team, and we played boys men's softball league. That little boy, yeah, little boy. And then uh, <clears throat> I played uh, slow pitch for at least fourteen years um, with the men's league. And then uh, after being off for a few years, I got involved in co-ed softball. And um, my kids were grown up enough that they could participate too. And so one year uh, we won a championship, I guess it was. All of us were on the same team one year. Mm -hmm. Ooh, yeah. And that was pretty cool. Uh, I thought it was real cool when we won a game. I'm not sure which year it was, but... Scott gets up and hits a home run in the last inning and won it for us. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. guy? Yeah. Yeah, that was one of my... I what? thought that was me. That's <laughs> <laughs> you. That was the previous season. Oh, yeah. yeah. So he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not, not going to let this kid take it. <laughs> no, no. no. We, had, we had a few different seasons. I, I, I recall that, that one. That one sticks in my head a lot. It's this The place that we were playing at was at uh, Portland Adventist Academy uh, in Portland. And uh, right across the street from from the Portland Adventist uh, Medical Center, mm -hmm. and the the softball field had one of these 
big old barn shop looking things and it was in left field and over the years they started to change the rules because people were starting to hit it into that that barn area and so they made a rule that said that you had to hit the softball onto the other side of the roof of that thing in order for it to count as a as a home run uh, otherwise i think it was like a double or something but um and then the right field fence was pretty far out there but people started putting it over that fence too easily and so they extended it and it they said that in order to to get a home run you had to hit it over the road yeah and um that year that you're talking <laughs> you about kill a passerby <laughs> yeah that that year that you're talking about i think the bases were loaded at the time and um i just decided i'm just gonna go for the for the right field um fence because if if i could get at least um two people in we got a pretty good shot there mm-hmm. and then i ended up hitting it across the road yeah into the the yard area of the hospital and and that wrapped up the game well, that yeah. sounds like it would that yeah. was cool if I had a lot of good memories, uh, one memory sticks out when I played uh, men's league. Uh, our second baseman happened to be at the time, Ronnie Pestis, and there was a ground ball hit to him. And there was a runner on first, and he was heading towards second. Well, <clears throat> Ronnie was second baseman, and a ground ball coming to him, and he bent down to pick it up, and it hit his toe of his shoe, popped up in the air over second base. I'm playing shortstop. I come across and catch it with my bare hand, step on the base and throw the guy out at first. Double play. Can you imagine having those skills again? Uh, well, I haven't lost any of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, show me. Bend over and touch your toes. Yeah. <laughs> I, think the, I think the motor needs an oil change. <laughs> so, Tony, tell me a little bit about your memory of, of playing softball uh, with us. Because this, that was one of the schools, uh, PAA was one of the schools you went to for yeah, a little while. Yeah. And uh, and some of the people on the team and actually within the league, I think you went to school with some of them, didn't you? I did. Um, yeah, there there was a handful of people that did, and you know, and and again, growing up, I mean, we've dad has always taught us everything there is to know about sports, and we've always been competitive as siblings, um, always trying to best each other, which only made us better, mm-hmm. and. Um, and so, I mean, I remember uh, some incredible, you know, like for you, like your Grand Slam, you know, for me, I remember catching balls out of the air, you know, out in left field mm-hmm. that shouldn't have been able to be caught, um, you know, and then, you know, as the older I got, um, some of the, the best things that I best memories that I had, not just playing with all you guys, but some of the best memories I had was when I was a staff member at, at Big Lake Youth Camp. And um, I remember one year I, I, I got the Golden Glove Award. Uh, the next year, I think I got the uh, Home Run King Award. <laughs> and um, and so, and, and the thing is, is that we've always been competitive like that. And it's not just in any sport. I mean, we take the classic sports like you know basketball and and baseball. Um, hole you, twelve or thirteen <laughs> yesterday. I can't remember which hole it golf. Was. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, even random sports like uh, you know, there was a time where uh, we were playing inline roller hockey. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You know, or there was a time when we got really really competitive at paintball. Mm-hmm. 
and and everybody's dead except you and I. <laughs> and and it took us an hour while they're all sitting there twiddling their thumbs because one one of us was going to kill the other one. Yeah, we were snipers. We were snipers, <laughs> and, hunting each other down. And we were, and, and and it took us an hour to to like get like fifty yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's because you know, they're just sitting on their asses the whole time. <laughs> Everybody else is running their asses off, yep. getting getting sniped. And Dave's all painted up. Yeah, in his white t-shirt. <laughs> I didn't wear all the right clothing very often. <laughs> but you know, as for you know, like softball when we were growing up, uh, you know, we had. There was uh, specifically there was uh, there was one guy and, and his name slips my mind, but he was so generous, generous, and um, he had bought us baseball gloves. Yeah, I think Dad um, probably remembers those that family, and uh, and it was such a cool feeling. I mean, because he knew that we were so into it uh, back then, and. Um, you know, and, and even into our forties now. I mean, when I used to beat your ass when you were younger, <laughs> now karma's a bitch. Yeah, and 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 you beat my ass in everything. I mean, shit. We come up here to to camping, and he's like, "Okay, today we're gonna play frisbee golf." Okay, one for Scott, zero for Tony. Okay, we're gonna play horseshoes. Yep, two for Scott, zero for Tony. We're gonna play golf. Three for Scott, zero for Tony. Oh, we're going to play tennis. Oh, we're going to play basketball. I didn't win a single damn thing that whole week. Well, we're going to try drinking games later. Okay, well, I I think I can win at that one. You're done. You might as well just crawl under the table. (laughs) But but we we have been a a very athletic family from the get-go. And, you know, Dad had mentioned, like, the Yankees. You know, this goes back generational, and and you know, people will ask me, they're like, "Oh, Yankees," and I said, "Hey, I'm sorry, I was born this way. I literally came out of my mother with a Yankees hat and a glove." Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, so who the hell don't uh, like the Yankees? <laughs> Those Red Sox fans. <laughs> the Red Sox fans. Oh. So we 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 have been uh, a very competitive family um, uh, to the point where. We were playing ice hockey on our back deck. We used to we had this deck that we ice over every winter, and um, and Dad he always had like real hockey sticks. I mean, they weren't the crap kind. Yeah. Okay, they were real genuine yeah. hockey sticks. No, this plastic business. No, no plastic stuff, and it <laughs> real pucks. Yeah, and uh, Scott used to love to screw with Rob, and uh, <laughs> he would like. He would get up towards Rob, and he'd he'd slap him in the ankles. No, I was I was pretty good with a hockey stick. Yeah, you were. <laughs> you were very good with it. But Rob kind of outdid you on this one. And uh, it, it, Rob Rob had a temper, and he'd let you only go so far. And you'd keep like messing with him, slapping him in the ankles, keep poking the bear. And <laughs> and so Rob finally had it, and Mom and Dad weren't home, and he did. He decided in his rage that he was going to take that professional hockey stick and break it over your freaking head. <laughs> and he did. Well, so and there was a little bit added to that. One is he didn't, he, he didn't actually hit me in the head with the stick while he was... It wasn't like a hatchet job, right? What he did is I... Um, 
I was hitting the puck, and we had a rule that we couldn't high stick, and I was hitting the puck and hitting him in the shins constantly. Mm. And he got so pissed, <laughs> and he's yelling at me and told me to knock it off. And of course, I had to do it one more time. And he he, <laughs> that's right. So, you do. You have to. So he he threw his stick at me. And that I, stick, I think he still had his hand on it as he was throwing no, he, at no, it. No, I, I was, I was backing up by that time. He threw the stick; it flew over my head. I dropped my stick and I took off, and I, I ran off the deck. Good move. And he picked up my stick. Oh, that's right. And then he threw my stick at me, and that's the one that caught me in the head. Yeah. And fortunately, Tony was home to take care of the massive wound uh, on my head. Oh, he split open his freaking head. And and Scott had this beautiful blonde hair. And <laughs> um, and I'm in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, all the times that I've gotten hurt, what does mom do? <laughs> Smacks him where it hurts, for starters. <laughs> so, Why'd you do that? Scott's bleeding profusely everywhere. And I grab a towel, wrap his head up, tell him to get in the shower. And um, as any good brother would do, I pull out the hydrogen peroxide. Mm. Good call. Yeah, because, you know, you got to keep that wound clean, right? Looking out for his best interests. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so now I remember my mom, like, using cotton swabs and, and... putting the hydrogen peroxide on there and then just like you know kind of dabbing it or whatever (laughs) i figure well (laughs) more is better right sure is yeah every time so i decided to take the whole bottle and pour it over his head yeah he screamed like a little girl oh man i (laughs) remember that it stung so bad Mm. and the worst thing is i i mean i kind of thought i was dying I was losing so much blood out of my head. <laughs> and all I could see, even like washing my head, and I think it was under the sink or maybe a shower or something, but it was just red. It was just red dripping from my head. And then the uh, the hydrogen peroxide, it stung so bad, and it just kept, it like foamed up red as it was mm-hmm. coming out of my head. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I'm looking it at the bottom working. of the sink, and, and it's like red foam everywhere, and my head is on fire. It was... So what was Robbie doing? Was he like, yeah, yeah, yeah I showed you. Son yeah. of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't like, oh, man, I'm so sorry, brother. Hell no. Oh, no. And Rob never He's like, where's the hell is the other anything. piece of that? I want to use it. <laughs> Rob never apologized for anything. But, you know, and, and, and I really don't remember uh, what mom and dad's reaction was when they got home um i remember them taking taking me to the doctor and well uh, yeah they had to (laughs) (laughs) let's hide this but they uh they took me to the doctor and um they said that i didn't need stitches um they said yeah all that hydrogen peroxide (laughs) took care of it (laughs) see same true there we go Score one yeah. for the older brother. Yeah. I think they, I think they put like one of those banana, uh, banana, the butterfly band aids. Um, it was more than one. I yeah, yeah. That. yeah. They put it on on my head, and and that was good enough. But <laughs> yeah, that was an, that was an experience. I I didn't play hockey with uh, with with Rob a whole lot after that. No. Um, <laughs> You know, at least I think we were on the same team a lot more often after that. Uh, yeah, and but you know, and that's the thing that was always our competitive side, and uh, and so tempers would flare at times, um, and <laughs> uh, and I'm sure that's the same thing with Dad, Mark, and his brothers. Boys um, will be boys, you know, and uh, but <laughs> but we learned a lot from it, and we toughened up from it, 
Um, and you always seem to get the shit into the stick. Yeah, though. I I did often. Bitches usually do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So there was a time uh, we were staying at my grandparents' place, and oh, shit. and and Rob and Tony ganged up on me for a pillow fight mm-hmm. and they're all scheming over there and and they're like oh yeah you hit him high and i'll hit him low <laughs> so i was the the victim in this one uh and i can't remember who hit me where but one hit I'll, me i'll tell you right now it, so what it was was that rob should have hit you low mm-hmm. and i should have hit you high mm-hmm because Rob was much younger and not as strong as me, but instead I hit you low. Yeah, swept my feet right out from underneath of me, and my the corner, and I still have the scar. Oh, I know. <laughs> I put my mark on <laughs> and, you. And it, and it gets worse as I get older with these uh, wrinkles. But I hit the corner of my eye um, on the corner of, of one of those steel-framed beds. Grandma had those really old-school steel frame, like hospital from the insane asylum beds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, and sure enough, tagged me right there in the right at the edge of that eye socket, and uh, yeah, still got the the scar <laughs> to, to show. See, that was a sport too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was. You tell them about the the BB gun wound. Oh yeah, no, I I've talked about the BB. Have you? Yeah, I think. Oh, I that's right. In the, the previous podcast, one. we talked a little bit about yeah. my BB in the leg. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah dang cousin. Yeah. Uh, so Mark, Dad, you guys. <laughs> You guys remember way back in the day when you guys were kids? Didn't you guys have these little sibling rivalries too? Well, I actually it wasn't Mark. Mark, see, Tom was Mark two years. the lady. Yeah, Tom, <laughs> Tom was two years older than me. I was a year and a half older than Mike, and Mark, Mike was uh, about two years older than Mark. So Mark was a, a child, a baby, more or less. So I had to play most of my games with Mike, and Mike was terribly frustrating to me because he was, one, stubborn, and uh, two, uh, he thought he could do everything as well as me, and I knew I c- he couldn't. <laughs> and so I was set out to prove it. And uh, so I'd, I'd be jumping from the hayloft onto the hay, and he'd jump down, he'd fall on the floor and hurt himself, and, you know, different things that he would attempt to do. I went slide down the slide at school, uh, side saddle down one side, and Mike would attempt to do that, and he'd fall from the high up on the slide and hurt himself. <laughs> We'd be swinging at the school, and I'd be swinging to jump out, and Mike, he'd get tangled up, and he'd fall flat on. You know. <laughs> so it was a lot of that stuff with Mike and me. Mark, he was more or less out of it, so, and Tom was kind of out of it because he wasn't really into that kind of stuff. I'd say, come on, Mike, let's play a game. It's going to be fun. Ow. <laughs> he'd get hurt he'd get hurt one well, way or another as I got uh, as I got older we played uh, softball together and things like that but uh, I was more mechanically inclined as a kid and I would take things apart and put them back together well uh, one time I took Terry's bike apart and I didn't know how to put it back together. <laughs> Never did put it back together. He's still sore about it. Uh, <laughs> did you, uh, did you, from, you know, being the younger, uh, of the, of the four brothers, did you see, um, the sibling rivalry with, with Mike and my dad a lot, or did you just not interested in their little spats? No, no, I, I saw them compete 
all the time. Um, and Mike was pretty good at, at a lot of things, but, um, Terry was the kind of person that, uh, sports in particular seemed to come easy to him. And, uh, he was, uh, just really gifted that way. Um, Mike, you know, Mike was good in basketball. He was, he was good at several things. Um, but the rivalry between him and Terry was fierce. Mm-hmm. Um, I never really uh, tried to, you know, achieve Terry's level of sports, uh, you know, proficiency um, because, uh, I don't know, I guess it wasn't that important to me. And then Tom, he was, well, at an early age, he was into alternative things, so sports wasn't his thing either. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, as we grew up, uh, four brothers, um, you know, being involved in, in a lot of different things, um, I thought it was pretty cool. You know, I, I guess probably the only thing that would have made it better if I would have had a sister at some point, but mom wanted one of us to be a girl, but didn't work out that way. Was that supposed to be grandpa here? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I think it was supposed to be Mike, but. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, wouldn't that been a girl? Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, thinking about that that rivalry that only two people cared about. <laughs> As you guys got older, how did those dynamics change? Because you guys are really close, you know. Well, not just in proximity, but you guys do things together. Um, how did you guys kind of grow up and and get beyond like the childish stuff and become adults and? you know, maintain your connections? Well, I think we all are pretty close as brothers. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with us being just a couple of years apart, essentially, um, in age, um, that I think we all have a closeness to each other, um, that some other siblings might not have. Um, and as we became adults, we did things like the camp out together and, uh, different various family get togethers that, uh, I think that really stems from our grandparents too. Um, having a close knit family feeling that even if, you know, even if someone didn't get along with the other person that you still did family things together and, it's uh, always been there yep. over well, the years. The, the brothers campout's a great example of you guys maintaining that connection. You know, yeah, well, we'd I'm stand each you. other for three or four days and go home. And, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Forty-eight years. Yeah, yeah forty-eight years, and we're still doing it. At yeah. least still fifty <laughs> in my book. So yeah. one of the other one of the other things that I think <clears throat> is worth mentioning is is the relationship that that these two guys, Tony and, and Dave, have. Uh, because you guys met each other, was it like fifth grade ish? Yeah, mm-hmm. fifth grade. We we yeah yeah well, that's what we met each other in fifth grade. Yeah, I think we were necessarily like buddies at that point, but yeah, that's that's when we met each other. Yeah, yeah I remember Dave starting to come over to our house uh, way back in the day, and yeah. and it just seemed like you guys. <laughs> You guys just got into all kinds of mischief together no, through the years. Didn't. <laughs> mischief? 
<laughs> we just, pa- I just, we just got lightly. together and passed the time. Yeah. You know, we were just. <laughs> I mean, I you know. We, so I don't know how many times we just sat in the room. We have this red ball, and we just bounce past, <laughs> bounce past, hours at a time. Yeah. That's all we would ever do. All the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I call bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Really. Oh. It does smell, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. <laughs> a little bit. A little, little fishy there. Yeah. Uh, so tell me a little bit about like you guys' experience from, from that middle school age moving into that high school age, because you guys became much closer friends, um, in towards that high school age. Uh, what, what was the transition? I mean, you guys, you didn't hang out that much in, in, uh, middle school, did you? Or did it really kind of yeah, stem yeah. when you got in high yeah, school? Yeah, I would, I would ride my bike eight or 10 miles to go hang out because my mom didn't want to take me over she goes well if you want to go over there you got to take your bike like i'm out i'm gone (laughs) i mean yeah i mean we we did a lot of things yeah i think i think uh when we first met in fifth grade um i think i don't know it it was it was almost like dave dave wanted a friend when he first came to hoodview and uh and he kind of just like kept picking on me, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and one day we were—I think we were walking back to the school. We were—we walked somewhere like from the church over to the school or something like that. It was our class. And one day I just had enough, and so I, I pushed Dave into the ditch. <laughs> You remember falling into a ditch, Dave? I, I don't remember a whole lot of that stuff because <laughs> I don't know why he'd still be walking. But I'm just, I'm just kidding. I was definitely a different kid back then. But you know. but you know what? Realistically, right after that, it's all of a sudden was like, okay, now we understand each other's boundaries, and um, and next thing you know, we became best friends. Yeah, and we started hanging out, and we started doing stupid shit like uh, playing dead leg. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we, we, we would beat on each other, you know, I don't know, voluntarily, you know. <laughs> we like, did. Let's just see how, I mean, we would jack each other up where we couldn't even stand. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, I mean, it was fun. I know it sounds stupid, but it was fun. <laughs> it uh, hurt like Oh, sure it did. I, re- I remember but. you guys doing, uh, like, like stomach punches oh, mm. yeah. and, uh, oh. and bloody knuckles. That was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we did. We did some things that were trying just, to make yourself pass out. Uh, oh, yeah. We tried that, do, too. It just did anything. Here, take these nunchucks around, yeah, around there your you neck. Let's <laughs> <and> squeeze. <laughs> no, no. Tony's like, you know, I swear it worked Here, a couple more times around. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> but. You know the thing is that we uh, we did a lot of things together. Right? Yeah. We did. I mean, you know, there were girls and things like that. And it's like, all right, sorry, dude, I gotta take a break tonight. You know, from seeing you because I gotta yeah. see a girl. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, next thing you know, Dave's <laughs> hopping out of the closet. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we ever since fifth grade, we did a lot of things, and and you know, in in our our relationship. Uh, continued uh, through into high school and uh, you know both Dave and I we kind of bumped around from high school to high yeah. school a lot and, but we still kept in contact and um, you know we'd see each other when we could um, and uh, I know I was having a I was not enjoying my high school experience and 
and I liked being around Tony and, and, and his family and stuff. And, and I really wanted to <clears throat> somehow get to maybe go, go to school, you know, with, with Tony again. And I remember it was actually Uncle Mike that actually kind of made that happen. Um, we got to use Uncle Mike's address. Oh, um, so it's a lie to say I lived with him, so I could go to that school. Uh, um, that's funny, but uh, which was really nice for me because that was probably the better school that I went to. You know, I mean Milwaukee. I got knives pulled out on me, and mm-hmm. and you know, and and it's coming from a, a you know. A Christian school, you're like, man, what is going on? I I need to carry a piece to school. <laughs> the girls are getting in more fist fights than the guys have in other schools, but but no, I was you know I did bounce around a few few schools, you know, but we still always hung out or did stuff on the, you know, on weekends or summers and stuff. But it was really cool to be able to spend the last uh, year and a half uh, in high school and graduate with him mm-hmm. with Tony. Yeah, but well, it's it's cool to be sitting at the same table with you guys and and you know <laughs> doing the little reminiscing you know during the camp out and uh, hearing about your guys' old stories together and you know we the, a lot of them the, <laughs> the funny stuff that you guys uh, should have gotten in trouble for but mm-hmm. never did and that's, of course then that's the, how good we are yeah. <laughs> and then the look on, on dad's face when he hears the story for the first time <laughs> or actually the, one of the worst times was uh so my dad was going over to his girlfriend's house and uh we're like sweet oh. we got the house to ourselves and um anyways uh i think i just started dating patty at the time and Dave was at the house and had some people over getting and prepared. We're getting prepared and we, we got beer on the table. A lot. <laughs> Perfect. You know, just a bunch of beer. And uh anyway I get done picking up Patty, pull into the the area, the parking area and uh Dave comes running outside <laughs> and he's like uh do you realize who's here? Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, like, did you like park next to your dad's car and like didn't notice <laughs> it or something? Know. Like, why? What's up? I can't remember if it was right next, but you were there. And I'm like, no, who? You know what? <clears throat> and he's like, your dad's here. And I was like, oh, son of a bitch. And so <laughs> I go in there, and my dad, classic dad, at nighttime, oh. he needs his bowl of ice cream and he needs to read his paper. Well, all the beer was on the table. Yes, it was. So he mace basically made a half e glue <laughs> out of the beer, spread it out, put his paper down. So he has just enough room to have his space, have his ice cream. <laughs> and I walk in and I'm like, "Hey, Dad!" And he's just staring at his paper and he's eating his ice cream. And he's like, "Hey." Doesn't say a freaking word. Now I'm even more worried. <laughs> I know. And 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 uh, I said, I imagine you're probably wondering what's going on here. And he's like, Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was like, You know what? This was just a stop, and we're actually going over to Rodney's. Yeah, house. we're just meeting here. <laughs> we're just meeting here. And uh, I said, Why are you home? <laughs> and. <laughs> He said, 
because Suzanne was bothering me. And I said, well, why, why was she bothering you? And he, and she, uh, or he says that, uh, because all she could complain about that night was that she was afraid that her son was out drinking. <laughs> <laughs> and he and, comes home to this. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm not kidding. I felt so bad because when I was, we were all hanging out waiting for Tony to get back with Patty and we're in his living room watching TV and I'm sitting down watching TV and then Terry walks in. I'm like, hey, Terry. <gasps> Shit. Hey, Terry. I'm like, oh, no. Why am I here? Where's Tony? Why am I? I'm going to get murdered by his dad. <laughs> I need backup. But, yeah, that was, oh, I felt so bad. Now, Scott, weren't you there? I was there, and I was so excited to have a party at my house. And then you guys backed up all that stuff, and there were some cute girls there. I was, uh, I want to say I was either 8th or ninth grade at the time, and, um, Probably, I think I was probably a freshman. I think you were a freshman. I think so. Yeah. And, uh, and I was so excited to have like a, a, you know, a, a high school party with booze and Boo- girls. Booze and, and boobs. And <laughs> I, knew, I knew what to expect. And then my dad had to show up. And <laughs> cock blocker. Yeah. <laughs> I just, it, it, it was such a. It was such a disappointment because I I knew that was going to be just a, a hell of a party. Yeah, because didn't you just stay at? Didn't you just stay, stay home stay, after we took of off? Of course, you guys left. Found some place else to party. <laughs> Dad, do you remember that experience? No, I do not. No, oh, oh that's, that's good. good. That's, that's good. <laughs> I guess that's good. That's yeah. just it was all a lie. Yeah. We, we just made that story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. shoot, yeah. we should have asked him first. Hey, do you remember yeah. that time? <laughs> nope. I think. <laughs> never mind then. This was like on a TV show. I think we watched. Yeah, um, maybe that's what it was. So there, there was a funny story and. And I, Dad, I don't, I'm hoping you want to talk about it uh, because Depends. it's one of my fondest memories. Oh, and no. uh, there was a, a night that you, well, it was more like a morning that you came home. This is a house that we lived on Walters Hill. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you recall the story? Oh, uh, yeah, I know. The Can story. you tell us that story? Oh, wonderful. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, let's see. i set this up. I worked for the post office at the time and in Gresham. And we lived in this house on Walters Hill, which is a hill uh, opposite the post office. And uh, Scott and Tony and Dave and Rob all lived with me. And uh, I lived in this house up there. And uh, I had a girlfriend named Suzanne. And I would spend the night at her house to get up early in the morning and come home and get freshened up and go to work about 6 a.m. or something well one day I spent the night at Suzanne's and uh, she had this cat that didn't like me scoot up on that mic a little bit oh she had this cat that didn't like me and uh, (laughs) and uh, the cat decided to make a statement I had put my my uh, shorts, uh, working shorts, on a chair in the corner, rocking chair. And, oh, no. and the cat had peed all over it during the <laughs> night. And I got up, and the boy was I ticked. I wasn't going to put those things on. He was on. pissed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pissed <laughs> I wasn't going to wear those things to work. I had to go home. And <clears throat> so I went and Grabbed those things, put them under my arm, ran out to the car and got in my car and drove off. In his tidy whities In my tidy whities yes. 
and I get home to, um, to the house there in Walter's Hill, and I get out, and I'm going to the front door. I'm going to go in the house and change, shower, whatever. I couldn't get in the house. <laughs> I told I told the kids not to lock the lock because <laughs> there was no key for the lock. And, like and, and it had a deadbolt and a regular. And I, oh, man, and I'm sitting outside, and it's... <laughs> I'm sure people across the street could see me. <laughs> and I'm trying to get in, and everybody's asleep. So I decided it's a split-level house, and you had to crawl up on the garage roof and lean over and look through the window and yell at somebody. <laughs> and so that's what I did. I got up on, on, the, on the garage roof, leaned over, tapped on the window, finally got Dave awake, <laughs> Dave, Dave, huh, huh? I said, Dave, come around, unlock the door for me. He said, okay. So he gets up, goes around, and by that time I was at the front door. I have my pants under my arm, and I march right in, and Dave's looking at me, he goes, Terry, what's happened? <laughs> the walk of shame. Yeah. And basically, that's what happened, and I went in and got changed and went to work, and I don't remember much after that. <laughs> But and we and, and you uh, you never wanted us to lock that door ever again. No, we did every time you left. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh so my funny. gosh. <laughs> well, I gotta tell you guys, I I try to not uh, talk too much because I really wanted to hear you guys and let you guys speak because I wanted other people to hear you guys. But I want to thank you guys. Uh, Tony, for starters, for you know being a friend and and to invite me to know these guys thirty plus years later, and uh, I appreciate you guys inviting me and and sharing your lives with me. It's been great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Do you guys have any other stories to share before we close out the show? No. <laughs> Wait, what are we? We're closing out the show. It's up to you. You got stories to tell. We'll stick it. Oh, we'll, I got all kinds of stories. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> sure, we got time. Right, producer E. What's your clock say? He hasn't even been yeah, timing it. Yeah, he's he's been on his phone like usual. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? All right. Well, thanks again for uh, hanging out with us, guys, and it, of course inviting us to the brothers' camp out. Yep. We love being Absolutely. here. And uh, you know, it's nice to see my dad didn't he's fall enjoying asleep. it just as much. Yeah. <laughs> Big old yawn. We'll get you. We'll get you to bed here, Dad. But but again, thanks, Mark. Thanks for coming out and and doing the show with us. Thanks for inviting us to the brothers' camp out. Yep. Dad, Absolutely. same same for you. We've really enjoyed having you here. Hopefully, there will be many more years ahead of us. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Definitely. And and producer mm. E, the elusive producer E. It's nice to see you behind the microphone. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> we did about just as mm. much work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Still didn't get paid for it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks again for uh, for listening to the show. If uh, if you don't mind, hit that subscribe button. If you're watching this on YouTube, if uh, if you're just listening to the podcast, tell a friend. We'd love to grow the audience a little bit more. You can always reach out to us on Anchor.fm. Leave us a voicemail there. Also, mailbag at nevertoserious.com. That's a great way to reach out. And until we see you next time, take care and be safe.